beat sharp rock jumps upon the scene with a lean and a pocket full of green. The green doesn't symbolize I made it on the top, but Robocop last year was a shock. The tone of the Popeye cut shook your butt. Kids are screaming, the media says what? Kind of music is this for you to dance to? The man with the plan and the band demands you. Leave the smack and the crack, for the whack, for the vile and the knock, keep a smile like that. Leave the knife and the gun in the store and ignore temptation set by the nation. Racial game causes pain. Good afternoon, Southwest Florida. Welcome to the Larry Timko Show on 1070 The Zone, where Charlotte County comes to play. Broadcasted from our Howard's Pool World Studio, where they didn't invent pool service, they perfected it. Bill Siebert will be joining me here in a little bit. Want to remind everybody to join me tonight at Sky Academy in Englewood for their open house. I'll be down there from 5 until 7. And I'll be giving away a bunch of tickets to this Saturday's Tampa Bay Rays game against the Minnesota Twins. That's at 105 at Charlotte Sports Park. I have 54 pack of tickets to give away. So 50 family four packs of tickets to give away. I've got 200 tickets to give away to tonight to Saturday's game. And all you got to do is show up at Sky Academy between 5 and 7 tonight. So get ready for that. It's going to be a lot of fun. And Sky Academy is a really cool school, too. Uh, we got a lot of football news to get to. That is for sure. Uh, lots of breaking news. Oh, we got a phone call already. Ooh, I bet you that's not Bill saying he's going to be late. 1070 The Zone, welcome to the Larry Timko Show. Now, hey, Larry, who the heck could this be? Oh, oh, it's got to be the biggest Cleveland Browns fan that I know. And, oh, boy, you've got to be, like, jumping for joy right now. Dr. Barry Gordon, how are you doing, my friend? You got it, Larry. Listen, I heard that Bill was running a little bit late. I I thought I'd reprise my co-host with, you know, with you. Let's finish it. It's been way too long, but I, I remember it, and I love coming down with you. Of course, listen, I, I, I've been a football fan again. My Browns, of course, you know, this past year, turned it around. But yes, yes, I believe, especially when you look at what happened to the Steelers with on the same weekend the losing of Antonio Brown. And now, to be, I didn't know Travis Landry and Odell Beckham Jr. were college teammates. They're best well of friends. Learned. Best of friends. Wow, it's going to be an unbelievable locker room in Cleveland this year. I, I only wish HBO was there this year instead of last. But, oh. uh, boy, yes, as a Cleveland fan. And I guess Ruth Thomas also is coming into the Cleveland fold. Oh, yeah? That's what I heard. So, listen, a great day to be a Browns I, I, fan. I, 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 I'm, I'm, I'm hearing mixed reports on that right now. <laughs> listen, it, 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 listen, there's no difference. I heard somebody on the NFL Network yesterday said that the Browns have no holes. No, they don't. They actually, they added another defensive lineman from the Giants. So their their front four that. looks amazing. So you got it, bud. So listen, I'm going to hang up and listen to what you got to tell me about Cleveland sports and football in general. But listen, it's a great day to be a Browns fan, Larry. And I look forward to seeing you soon. All right, I'll talk to you soon, Doc. <laughs> Dr. Barry Gordon, all right. Of course, he's a big Cleveland Browns fan. I know he's stoked. Of course, Odell Beckham Jr. traded last night to the Cleveland Browns. It sounds like the Giants received a huge haul for their star receiver. Mm, I don't know. <laughs> yes, they're getting a first-rounder, number 17 overall. They're getting the Browns' 2019 third-rounder, which is number 95 overall. And safety, Jabril Peppers, who I loved at Michigan, but, you know, he really didn't seem to find a home in Cleveland. Of course, Jabril Peppers will take over for Landon Collins. A little, not really an upgrade there. The deal also leaves $16 million in dead money for the Giants, who inked Odell to a five-year, $95 million contract back in August. So th- this was really a puzzling move. I mean, 
There were rumors that Odell Beckham Jr. was going to get traded, but then Gettleman shot that all down. He's like, why would I Why would I trade my number one star receiver when I just signed him to a massive extension? That's what he said, but he turned around and traded him. And despite all this, it's just it's crazy. The Hall, I, I still can't wrap my mind around it. I mean, I, I look at what the Raiders gave up for Antonio Brown. Yeah, Antonio Brown's a little bit older, but he's still one of the premier wide receivers in the game. And my thinking is, as Gettleman must have been thinking... I don't want this Odell Beckham Jr. to blow up in my face like Antonio Brown did with Pittsburgh. So let's keep it under the radar. You know, let's keep it quiet. Let's not make a big spectacle out of it like like it was in Pittsburgh. And let's try to see if we can quietly trade Odell Beckham Jr. for what we can get for him. And you know what? They did it quietly. And they got a first-round pick for him. So I think that's why they traded Odell Beckham Jr. But I, I the Giants are a mess. I'm sorry. The cap hit alone, $16 million. Oh, it, 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 you know, I, I yeah. And OB, OBJ didn't force the issue. It's not like he was sitting there demanding a trade. You know, New York was actually negotiating out of a position of strength, and they still take on a ridiculous cap hit. So now you lose Odell Beckham Jr. You're still hanging on with Eli Manning, who they're stuck with. I'm sure they'd love to dump Eli, but there's no team in the right minds would take Eli Manning on as their starting quarterback. He was washed up as of last year. And now Saquon Barkley, this sensational running back, you're kind of wasting his prime years. So I, I, this is a move that really didn't make any much sense to me. And from Cleveland Browns' perspective, you know, wait, do I have the actual, you know, from the Cleveland Browns' perspective, they did right, man. Yeah, giving up a, the 17th overall pick in the draft, a third rounder, and Jabril Peppers, who you really didn't use anyway. And you pick up one of the most dynamic wide receivers in the NFL, and you're pairing him up with his best friend Jarvis Landry. Jarvis Landry's your short guy, you know what I mean? He he he's your possession receiver, and now you add a deep threat to Baker Mayfield and Nick Chubb. And let's not forget, they've got Kareem Hunt coming back from a suspension from what six to eight games. Wow. On paper, this looks like one of the most dynamic offenses that I've seen in a long, long time. All right. You know, Beckham had 77 catches for 1,000 yards and six touchdowns in 12 games before he really got hurt. And imagine what he's going to do with a young Baker Mayfield. And these guys already have a little bit of a repertoire between them because remember last summer, Odell Beckham Jr., Jarvis Landry, and Baker Mayfield were practicing together. And I like Jarvell Peppers. I think he's going to be probably the most intriguing part of this deal because I, he was great at Michigan. He, you know, college player of the year. But his first two seasons in Cleveland, where he combined 79 tackles, one sack, five passes defended. He's still young. He's only 23 years old. So he, it's not like he's necessarily washed up. He is a former first rounder. He will be an intriguing asset for the Giants. I'll give him that. Uh, but he's definitely no Landon Collins. So overall, I give the Browns an A plus on this trade. And as for the Giants, I, I'll say I give this a D because they really didn't need to move Odell Beckham Jr. It cost them salary cap money. It's a major weapon they're taking away from that offense. And yeah, you're netting a first rounder. So what are you going to do with that? You have now the Giants. The Giants are obviously in rebuild mode. Obviously. Uh, they're and they you know they're in salary cap purgatory too, so it's not like they have money to spend. So you you have the sixth pick in the draft, you have the seventeenth pick in the draft. My thinking is maybe they're worried someone's going to swoop in with the Jets and trade in number three and try to land a quarterback. If Kyle Murray, Kyler Murray does go number one, which is another thing I got to bring up too, uh, that 
the head coach and the general manager for the Arizona Cardinals are, are not at the Oklahoma Pro Day today. Just want to bring that up, too. Kyler Murray's Pro Day was at 10 a.m. this morning. And uh, no sign of Arizona Cardinals head brass, so we'll see what that has to deal with. I don't think it, I don't think it means anything. I think they already know what they need to know about Kyler Murray, so why waste a trip? That's what I think on that. But as far as the Giants are concerned, they're definitely in rebuild mode. So maybe they're thinking maybe someone's going to sweep in and try to take a quarterback ahead of them, so they're going to package the 6th and the 17th pick in the draft to move up to number 3? To grab their quarterback of the future and start a rebuild? That's the only thing that makes absolutely sense to me. That or they hope... Haskins or a quarterback falls to them at number six, and maybe they can get a replacement for Odell Beckham at number 17. This trade makes absolutely no sense to me. What's up, Bill? What up? Congratulations, Dr. Barry. You guys are like the favorites to win the Super Bowl now, according to Vegas. 14 to 1 odds. That's incredible. They jumped from 25 to 1 to 14 to 1. And I will say this to me, they've created a monster in Cleveland right now. That's a four headed monster. And that four headed monster consists of OBJ. With Baker Mayfield, with the two running backs, Chubb and Hunt. Mm-hmm. That, and not to mention the, the great tight end they have. Oh, no. They They've got Njoku. a great tight end. And, and, and Jarvis, Jarvis Landry. Landry. Yeah. They've got one hell of an offense yeah. in Cleveland. Oh, and, yeah. And not only that, everybody remember, their defense was pretty good last year. Yeah, and they added to it. And they, Yeah, exactly. You lose Jabril Peppers, big yeah, deal. They, big they deal. can replace him in the draft. Yeah, exactly. They can. They can and, uh, well, they're actually they're talking to Earl Thomas, but I don't know if the money's going to match up. Earl's yeah. asking for Earl's a lot asking of money. for a lot of money that he's not going to get. I'm sorry. The thing is, is, he deserves it. I mean, you look what Landon Collins got. You look at what all these safeties got. Eric, oh, yeah. Look at know? what Deontay Buchanan got with the Bucks for crying out loud. Yeah. I mean, who's Deontay Buchanan? I'm sorry. Not Deontay Buchanan. I'm sorry. Um, look, but speaking of Cleveland, that's what I wanted to mention real quick. I just I don't I don't understand this. Why do the Bucks give Rashad Perryman oh, yeah. four million dollars? Well, well let's, let's, explain, let's explain it. That, so, okay, since, makes no sense since, to me. Since Odell Beckham Jr. signed with the or got traded to the Browns, Rashad Perryman, who signed a deal with the Cleveland Browns, yeah. uh, it was a verbal agreement because it doesn't officially happen until four o'clock today. Was able to back out of that deal and he signed a one year four million dollar deal with the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Yeah, which is stupid on Jason Light's <laughs> part. I'm just that's the dumbest thing I've ever seen a GM do. Like literally, he just keeps doing dumb, 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 dumb. That's Jason Light's well, nickname. Four million. Well, here's the thing too. You just freed up money for you know <coughs> yeah. you, have, you have an eleven million. Now you just spent four million on, on a crap wide receiver right. at that. Not, on that, a crap that, wide receiver. Let me just throw right. that out there. And that's not the only deal you had, uh, too. You, you you did make a couple of signings yesterday. Yeah, you, I know. You, you did resign Deontay the, Buchanan. Deontay Buchanan. I, but I don't it's know. It's a one-year prove-it deal, though. But I didn't see how much money. It's not much, but it's right. he's I – mean, I'm just not – I'm not. You did resign the kicker. Uh, Carlos Santos. Yeah, but we we dropped anger. He dropped. Well, hey, four he's million. He's the best punter in the, in the freaking league, man. Four million dollars, man. Well, <laughs> Jason Light once again. Jason Light's contracts, man. Uh, he's got. Listen to this. Jason Light has sixty million dollars tied up in three players. I know. I know. That's I know. ridiculous. But yeah, ridiculous. Okay. I don't want to talk about. The, also, I want to talk about the Browns. Well, hold on. <laughs> and the Buccaneers are talking right now to offensive lineman Ted Larson. Okay. All well, right. Who's I think he's thirty one years old. He's got yeah. some familiarity with Bruce Arians. He's average. Uh, played with Arizona between twenty fourteen and twenty fifteen. Nothing special. Nothing it's special. Nothing sp- and I'll be honest with you. Right now, for the Bucks, if you ask me, with this roster going into next season, four wins. Yeah, four I wins. I am looking at you. Four I, wins. I, I, I see that they're going to be horrible. Yeah, <laughs> <It's gonna> be <laughs> terrible. It's gonna be absolutely terrible. All right, let's get back to the Browns. Real yeah, quick. let's get back to the All Browns. Right, 
All right. Let's talk about something positive. All right. Okay. <laughs> so who thought we'd say that? Let's talk about the Browns. Something and, positive. And I, I really think the Browns made this move because they saw what happened in Pittsburgh. You yeah. know what I mean? They said, "Oh, you know what? Our window of opportunity this to win is, yeah. is now." Yeah. You know, if Absolutely. you look at the AFC North, it's winnable. The, the Ravens right now, all, yeah. they, they lost their defense to free agency. Yeah, they did. They lost their entire defense. They did. <laughs> the, the Steelers lost their offense to free agency, yep. mm-hmm. and now the Browns are like, "Hey, man, you know we're what? We're going to capitalize. It's open. Yeah. You know? it, so it's open season you know, for the Cleveland Browns. And good for Cleveland. You know." I'm so happy for them. I really yeah. am. And especially the fans. The fans deserve to win. And, and I just hope they, they, they've got a winner there. I mean, yeah, we'll see. We'll, well see. it's funny, too, I mean, because... All, 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 there's a lot of great teams that look great on paper that came out and just stunk it up, but I don't think Cleveland's going to yeah. do that. I but think I, they're going to come out and be very good. I hope Jerry Jones is watching what's going on because he's going to be in salary cap purgatory next season. He's got four major players all that are looking at $20 million a year, if you know, not more. I think a lot of teams are going to look at what the Browns have done over the past couple of years. Yep. To be honest That's why I hope the salary cap goes up because you're talking about how Jason Light has got all this money committed to all these players. Mm-hmm. Well, Jerry Jones is going to have Dak Prescott, Ezekiel Elliott, Demarcus Lawrence, and Amari Cooper all free agents next year. Yeah, that's... all those guys are going to be you know Amari Cooper is looking at what these wide receivers are getting. It's got to be drooling. Demarcus oh, yeah. Lawrence, D. Ford just got traded from the Chiefs to the 49ers. Eighty-five million guaranteed. Yeah. <laughs> oh my God. Yeah. Are you kidding me? Yeah. And then of course it's gonna be it's gonna be rough. Yeah. And then of course the other news was kind of overshadowed by Odell Beckham Jr. Mm-hmm. kind of taking the back pages in New York tabloids. Le'Veon Bell yeah. did sign with the Jets. I know. I posted that yeah. last night. Um, um, four years, fifty-two million. Yeah. He got thirteen million, million, million. Yep. Over four seasons. Thirteen million a year. Wow. So he got his thirteen million a year. Yep. And then Forty uh, Nineers. Uh, Get D Ford for a 2020 second round pick. Now with that's crazy. Yeah, I know. I, what a and deal! They, and they signed him to an 80 or 90 yeah. million dollar contract. It, I still five can't years, 87. I can't five. believe he got that much money yeah, from 55 them. I really can't. Million, man, in now, guarantee. now let me ask you this real quick because I know Pittsburgh fans are going to be like, "Well, you know, we offered him 13 million a year. Offered a Le'Veon Bell. Okay." Didn't they offer him about that much to stay there? I thought he was getting fourteen point five. That's what I thought. That's what I thought. Stay there. <laughs> so yeah. if that's the case, how how if, if that's the case, he literally took less money a year to leave Pittsburgh. Does that tell you that he just wanted out of there? Uh, I don't know. I'm just I'm I'm asking the question. I just don't know. Because to me, that just seems like, wow, he really just wanted out, period. It's, it it's sure seems that way. And, and, and Antonio he took Brown less too. money per year to mm-hmm. leave Pittsburgh. It sure seems that way. So, I yeah. don't know. Something seems not right so, about that. I don't know. And it's weird to me, too, because, you know, over the last 50 years, the Steelers have been one of the class organizations in the NFL. Yeah, and for the, <laughs> and for the last year, we've heard, well, Le'Veon Bell wants to make that from the Steelers that he wants $20 million a year or whatever. Yeah. And... And here he took 13 per year? Yeah, let me ask you this. Who do you think will make a bigger impact to their team? Beckham Jr. to the Browns or Le'Veon Bell to the Jets? Well, you know, I think it depends on what the Jets do in the draft. I think I think now the Jets will go out and take Jonah Williams with that third pick without a shadow of a doubt. Yeah. I think that's what they'll do. Mm. Unless they trade down, Still, and, tra- unless they trade down and, and can get him later in the draft. But I think that's the player they end up getting in the draft to try and help them move forward. And I think that will not only help Bell, but help. Gives Darnold a safety net as well at that left tackle position. Man, if I'm the Jets, I'm contemplating DK Metcalf now. Honestly. You have to be thinking about because, it. Because, really, who are the Jets throwing to? Jamison Crowder's your number one wide receiver right now. Mm-hmm. You know, ooh. Yeah. You <laughs> have to be thinking a, about it right now. He's a three, maybe. Two if at you're best. The, If you're the Jets, you have to definitely think offense. I think DK Metcalf or 
Jonah Williams would be the if they trade. I think if they trade down a little bit, mm-hmm. it's going to be Williams. I think if they stand pat, they're going to take Metcalf. Yeah, they I have, really do. They have not updated the website overthecap.com because I want to see where the Bucks stand at salary cap wise because it's still showing that they're at eleven plus mil. And, and I know that's all, not the case anymore. Also, they just gave up four yesterday. And with the, yeah, that. yeah, yeah. We're, we're down. We'll be down to like eight million or whatever it is. Well, it's got to be less than that. You, okay, you signed, we were at twelve point eight. Okay, you resigned Kevin Minter. No, right. we didn't. We, we didn't. We, we no. I thought we released him. No, you resigned him to a one year deal. Oh, yeah, okay. Yeah, well, they he, brought him back. They brought him back for a one-year deal. Okay. Uh, and then you got uh, Perryman, who you signed a four million, and I don't know the numbers on Santos yet. And I don't know. You said it was a prove-it deal for Buchanan, so I don't yeah, know what it's his just deal. A so be less than a million, deal. probably. I'm thinking maybe probably. Then? Yeah, All I right. don't know the details, but, but I do. Still, I did hear it was a one-year prove-it deal. But that still, he got. you probably committed at least seven, eight million dollars easily of your cap space. So you probably have maybe two, three million left in cap space. Yeah, you're right. Yeah, if we resign, I didn't hear about the other resignings there of mentor yeah. and whatnot. Well, I'll tell you so, what, let's yeah. take a break. You can research that, and yeah. uh, we'll break that down and talk more NFL football. And also, the zone. definitely want to talk about where, what direction I believe the Bucks should go in in the draft and whatnot. And who I, th- I, I actually have a player pinpointed on who they should take with the number five pick. All right, and don't forget, I will be at Sky Academy tonight from five to seven. I've got a bunch of tickets to this Saturday's game to see the Rays and Twins play one hundred five at Charlotte Sports Park. Be sure to be there if you want them. We'll take a quick break. We'll be back more. It's the Larry Temko Show with Bill Siever on 1070 to the Zone. Where Charlotte County comes to play and your home for the National Football League. Mahomes from the gun on first down. Gives to Williams. Williams up the middle into the end zone for the touchdown. And an emphatic spike for Damian Williams. 1070 the Zone. It's Wednesday, March 13th. Here are the new podcasts today on the iHeartRadio app. Family Secrets, a new iHeartRadio podcast dealing with people's realization of the truth after years of secrets. Plus, tech stuff. This week, how supersonic air travel works. And listen to Mario. Mario Lopez has fun, casual, in-depth conversations with celebrities and more. These podcasts and thousands more are new and waiting for you today. Your music, your stations, your podcasts, all free. iHeartRadio is ready for takeoff. iHeartRadio is the onboard music partner on select Southwest Airlines flights. Enjoy your favorite music genres and discover new artists all for free through the onboard entertainment portal on your Southwest flights. Listen to iHeartRadio on your next domestic Southwest Airlines flight. SNN Motorsports is Southwest Florida's headquarters for cam and off-road vehicles and accessories. SNN Motorsports has everything you need to head off-road or cruise the streets. Dirt bikes, pet bikes, ATVs, side-by-sides, or choose from their premium selection of pre-owned street bikes. SNN Motorsports carries the area's best selection of helmets, riding gear, and accessories. SNN Motorsports is located in Port Charlotte on Enterprise Drive between El Jobin and Tamiami Trail near Sam's Club. Log on to snmotorsports.com and follow them on Facebook and Instagram. It's time for spring cleaning, and you can clean up with fresh deals at Family Dollar. This week, save on spring cleaning items like Dawn dish soap, just 95 cents with your smart coupon, extra laundry detergent, buy one, get one free, and Pepsi 2 liters, four for five bucks. Sign up for Family Dollar smart coupons. Download our app or visit FamilyDollar.com, where we're bringing fresh deals for spring cleaning. For more information about contests on this station, go to 1070thezone forward slash rules. The Rays entered their second off day of the spring on a high note. Tampa Bay beat Toronto 2-1 Tuesday in Dunedin, a third straight victory. For Kevin Cash, it was a third straight day of strong pitching and impressive defense. We defended well. Joey Wendell and the Ro- Joey and Robbie on the double play. That was huge. Just to see what they're capable of. We saw it all last year, but the defense is starting to 
clean itself up a little bit the last couple days, which is nice. What also was nice was what took place in Port Charlotte, where Charlie Morton worked up to 60 pitches in a simulated game, and Brent Honeywell and Jose DeLeon threw their first live batting practice sessions since Tommy John's surgery, which pleased pitching coach Kyle Snyder. I, I would say, honestly, both of them are ahead of the game. You know, just from my experience, personal experience, and obviously just kind of seeing things unfold at different times, you know, guys coming off of Tommy John, both of those guys are ahead of the game, there's no question. After an off day Wednesday, the Rays are back in action in Port Charlotte Thursday to meet the Phillies. With the Rays Report, I'm Neil Solons. Catch the Rays all season on the Rays Radio Network. For tickets, visit RaysBaseball.com. Where Charlotte County comes to play. 1070 The Zone. Welcome back to the Larry Timko Show on 1070 The Zone, where Charlotte County comes to play. Broadcasting from our Howard's Pool World Studio, where they didn't invent pool service, they perfected it. Just a reminder, I'll be at Sky Academy in Englewood, just off River Road tonight from 5 to 7. For their open house celebration, come on down and I'll hook you up with a family four-pack of tickets to see the Tampa Bay Rays take on the Minnesota Twins this Saturday at Charlotte Sports Park. Little baseball for you. Now back to football with yeah, Bill Seaver. Yeah, we got to talk some football. It's, All right. it's, 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 um, where do you want to start, sir? Oh, Jesus. Where to go? <laughs> <laughs> There's so much to get to. Um, uh, Cameron Wake just signed with the Titans, but let's talk about the draft real quick. Okay. Because okay. my thinking is the Giants need a quarterback. Mm-hmm. You just said that there's being reported that four th- quarterbacks. As of three hours ago, CBS Sports is reporting that four quarterbacks will go early. I would buy the fact that three would go in the top five if the Jets and Bucks both trade out. All right, here's I will buy okay. that. Here's what's going on here. All mm-hmm. right. Okay, first of all, this is pure speculation here. Oh, yeah. All right. Course, but, okay, the brass did not go see Kyler Murray's pro, Murray's pro, pro day. All right. Who? Cliff Kingsbury, the general manager for Arizona, did not go to the pro day today for Ooh, Kyler Murray. Oh, wow. That tells me, A, they already know enough about him that they're going to draft him anyway, yeah. so why waste a trip? Yeah. yeah. Or B, they're not going to draft him at all. Yeah. It's one <laughs> of the two. Our... It's I, one of the I'm two. I'm going to lean towards A. Yeah, I'm with you on that. They also just signed Cliff Kingsbury, a backup, career journeyman backup quarterback. Or not mm-hmm. Cliff Kingsbury, uh, Brett Hunley, I mean. Brett Hunley. Yeah. Brett Hunley, mm-hmm. former backup quarterback yeah, for so the Josh Packers. Josh Allen is gone. I mean, Josh, uh, Josh, I mean, Josh Rosen. Josh Rosen so if I'm gone. the Giants, I'm thinking, okay, I got the 6th and the 17th pick here, mm-hmm. but I've also got two third-round picks. Mm-hmm. What if I can convince the Arizona Cardinals to take both my third-round picks for Josh Rosen? There's my quarterback of the future, and I still get to hang on to both my first-round picks. I think it's a great idea. And then they do, and they literally don't have to take a quarterback at 6. They no. can work on, t- on, on taking, if they want to replace yeah. uh, OBJ mm-hmm. with Metcalf. Might be a perfect because opportunity to do that with that. I if be, they go that route with Rosie. Yeah, I got to be honest with you. They got to get rid yeah. of Eli, though, man. They well, got to get, they gotta get problem, rid of that. Man. And they're not going to be able to do that. Unless they just straight out cut him. And then that, that, isn't that too much of a hit on them for a cut? I got to be honest with you. I do not like this quarterback class at all. I honestly think there's maybe two first round quarterbacks in this draft, and they're both, both they both are not top ten quarterbacks. They're fifteen and you know, 15, I, I pick them between fifteen and twenty five. Right now, right now, <laughs> do you know? Do you know who I honestly think right now the best quarterback I see in this draft? And I don't think I think he's good. Drew Locke. Yeah, 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 really. Yeah, that's the best quarterback I see. That's in this what I think too a little bit. You know, I'm gonna go with Haskins just because he's got the size and the arm strength. I, I'm not a buyer. I, I don't buy him. And I just, I'm not it, buying it. You know, what Ohio State quarterback ever works out in the NFL too? That's another. I know. Thing. I know. Yeah, I, it's just like Heisman Trophy winners. Heisman Trophy winners and Ohio State quarterbacks in the NFL just don't mix. 
Yep. Same with Florida Gator but, quarterbacks, but too. But to be fair, Same with Florida but Gator to be fair the, we had that stigma on Penn State running backs, and Saquon Barkley kind well, of proved he, us wrong on that. Yeah, that's one. In, that's one. So why that's can't one. this be the one needle you in the haystack? Right. <laughs> you might be right. You might be right. You know, that's why we play the games. And yep. the NFL has changed. The NFL has gone to more of this the, these guys' type of game as well uh, with these quarterbacks. The way I they just play feel football. like Kyler so, Murray's a gimmick. Oh, oh, I agree. I, I think Kyler Murray's. I, I think that's and a not joke. worthy of the first pick. I in think the draft. it's a joke that he's going number one overall. If he I, does. I honestly do. Um, if that's the case, because I don't, I, I, I don't see him being very good at all. I mean, I mean, he just. Everybody wants to compare it to Russell Wilson. He's not Russell Wilson. I'm so sick of hearing that. Yep. It's like the worst comparison I've ever heard in my life, to be honest with you, as far as quarterbacks comparing one I ha- quarterback I really to can't compare him to anybody at the no, moment. No, not at all. There's nobody you can you compare know, him to. He kind of— re- <laughs> uh, You could almost he say— He looks like Flutie. I was going to say, Doug Flutie <laughs> would be about the only one you know? size-wise. Mm-hmm. And, and, and he does kind of play a little bit yeah. like Flutie, you yeah. could say, as well, you know? Mm-hmm. But— and I don't know. We'll you know, see. And we'll it's see. not the. This is my. Because I was getting criticized. Oh, you're a Kyler Murray hater. And no, well, you know, this not is why. At all. I, this is. I'm not a hater. This is what I'm. I actually like Kyler yeah. Murray. I think I, he's very gifted. And he's I think very he was athletic. great in college. Yeah. This is my problem with him. I don't think he's going to be able. I don't think his body's going to be able to stand the wear and yes. tear of the hits in the NFL. Exactly. I mean, how many hits did he actually take in college? Not many. You know, exactly. Not many at all. Yeah. And, and taking hits in college is not like taking hits in the NFL. Right. And it's that's, different. And everybody in the NFL, even on defense, is just as fast as you, Kyler Murray. Yeah, they're even faster. <laughs> exactly. You know, at, you know ask, stronger. Ask Michael, you know, Mike, Kyler Murray should call Michael Vick and ask him yeah, <laughs> about— yeah, That's a good comparison. Seriously, you really should call Michael Vick and ask him— Certain questions and whatnot, what he can do to, to mm-hmm. help himself, especially Michael Vick's reformed and whatnot, mm-hmm. you know. I mean, that to me would be the most sensible thing Kyler Murray could really do and be like, how can you help me make my game better in the NFL? Because yeah. I definitely need help going in, you know. Mm-hmm. And he'll tell him, you know, how fast is it? You know, he'll tell him how fast oh, it yeah. is. Because Derek Brooks was literally as fast as he was. Mm-hmm. And, and that's a linebacker. So, exactly. yeah, exactly. I know exactly what you're talking about. All right. Exactly so. Are we both still agreeing that Kyler Murray goes number one? Yeah, I, I still think he's going number one until I hear anything differently. Right. And, I mean, if they're trading away their quarterbacks, I, I And we're just... both in agreement Bosa's at number two. Yeah. So yeah. the question yeah, I mark... think without a doubt Bosa's at number two. There's no, He's the best. I think he should go number one. I think Arizona's dumb for not taking yes. him number one. So the question mark starts at three with the Jets. Yes, and I and I think it's either trade down for them or 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 Metcalf. Or, or well, let me say, you trade down for Jonah Metcalf. Williams, Jonah Williams, and Metcalf. I think were the two guys on their list. Mm-hmm. Can they trade down for either one of those guys? So maybe the, the the maybe it's just trade down for them the whole way, or maybe it's just you know what, let's just take Jonah Williams or let's just take Metcalf. I think they definitely have to go offense. I don't think there's any way they take Quinn and Williams um, or Josh Allen. I don't think they go defense after. Or I mean, we all know they're definitely not going to take a running back, so they're not going to go that route. Quinn and Williams is the defensive tackle, but Quinn and Williams is a D tackle. I, I just. I don't know. See, I, this is the thing with the Jets. You just drafted Sam Darnold to be your future quarterback. Don't that's you, why. Don't you want to protect him and that's add why weapons? I said left tackle or or, <laughs> yeah. or DK Metcalf, one of the two. Yeah. I think you have to get him some help. And you could yes, you, you just got tra- him Le'Veon Bell, but right. you got to remember that too. Le'Veon Bell might need some help too. That's right. why it makes so much more sense for me for them to take Jonah Williams with that, either at the third pick or to trade down if they if he is indeed sliding down everybody's draft boards like he's going yeah, he's eleven got, overall 11 to, Bengals. to the that. Bengals. Wow, you know. If he really does, is going to slide down that far, and you're the Jets, yeah, why not trade down with Buffalo? Let them take Metcalf at three, you know, if you're not going to take Metcalf or something. You know, there's different ways that the Jets can go about doing this and still get their guy. And then basically that leads us to the four at the Raiders. What do they do? 
Well, everybody says Josh Allen. Yes. All the mocks say that. Right now, I think, right now, yes, I think that's what they're going to do. But let's all remember something. The troll that is in Oakland that is named John Gruden, you (laughs) never know what that man's going to do. If DK Metcalf's on the board, he might come out and take him. You never know. You never know with Gruden. You know he loves offense. You know, I'm just saying, you never know what John Gruden's going to do. But it would make sense. More, if I was John Gruden, I'd be drooling over getting Josh Allen because that's your replacement for Khalil Mack. I agree. So, and, and it's a very good replacement. I'm like the only one who thinks DK Metcalf's a top five talent. I'm with you. I, I, I'm, not, I'm not saying <laughs> no he's mocks not. have him in the top five. I think he's. I don't think he's going to go in the top five. I think he'll go in the top ten. Oh yeah. Well, yeah. But Everyone's I think got if he Buffalo does, him at but nine. I think if he does go in the top five, like I just said, it'll be to a team that trades up with the Jets at three or with the team we're about to talk about. Uh, the Raiders or the Bucks? The Bucks, because we we just well we just said Josh Allen's pretty much. That's, I, I can't just can't see the Raiders taking anybody else but Allen. But it is John Gruden. Like I said, you never know what he's going to do. But if if they indeed take Josh Allen, so it takes that. That's Kyler Murray, Nick Bosa. Um, let's say let's say the Jets. Let's say the Jets just take Jonah Williams. All right, for just for argument's sake, for right now. All right. Even um, though he's sliding down the draft, board. even though he's sliding down the draft board, let, let's say they just take him at three. Or the locks have or, or you know wins. what? Let's do this. Let's say they trade down. Somebody takes DK Metcalf at three. How about that? Well, honestly, I don't think it's going to be DK Metcalf. At okay. Three. I think Who do you think? Who do you think? What do you think is going to happen with that? Three I, I think someone's going to panic for a quarterback and try okay. to trade for the Jets. And okay, you know, right now the Broncos are. Supposedly going to take Drew Locke at ten. Mm-hmm. I, I don't see that happening at all. I know. You know. I know. You know how the Broncos are with drafting quarterbacks too. You know. Honestly, I look at the Dolphins at thirteen, trying to jump up, with trying the, to jump, jump up. to the Jets. Yeah, and that's going to be a tough thing that's to do. It's going to be a tough thing for them to do. But if they don't, but if the Jets do not take a quarterback or trade out of that, then the, they'll trade up with the Bucks at five, and we'll drop to thirteen. Mm-hmm. Or the Tampa Bay Bucks, what not us, but. Well, yep. this is what I think the Bucks do. I think you're right. Supposedly at four o'clock, Ryan Tannehill's a free agent. They're supposedly cutting him, and mm-hmm. there's no quarterback on that roster. Yeah, and, and, Brock Osweiler, like you said, come right. on. And I think either, and I said this this morning actually when I was talking to a friend of mine. I think we're either going. I think I think what Jason Light is drooling over is trading down in this draft, and I think it's a mistake because hear me out I on don't. this. Hear me out on this. I do because there's a guy out there that I've been watching, and I think he's with the with the. If you ask me, we need what do the Bucks need right now more than anything? Everything. Well, no, no, hold on. There's one specific position they don't. They need more than anything. Uh, honestly, we need offensive linemen. We need defense alignment. We need linebackers. Well, we on. need running backs. Well, according, <laughs> oh, okay, well, hold on. Here we, we got out. a lot of holes, I agree man. with you. I agree with you that these players that we have there stink. Now that's that, now that's not well, what I'm the organ, that's spots. not what the organization's going to tell you. Though. I'm just filling no, roster no, hear spots. Hear me out. Hear me out. They have a they have a starting offensive line in place. Okay. The, hey, I'm just. I, it's. I'm not in favor of it, but I'm telling you right now, they have their starting line in place. Okay. Okay. It's Donovan Smith and Dotson on the ends. Yep. Kappa and Marpet at the guard. Yep. Jensen's the center. Right. They're not going to go offensive line. Nope. They're not going to take a running back. Nope. Peyton Barber. They're Andre not going to take a quarterback. Ronald Jones Jr. They're not or the second well, are your running backs. Here's what your running back. Here's what year. I'm afraid of. Okay. He takes Metcalf at five. No, that would be dumb. That, that, I agree. We, I agree. We, we that's what I'm afraid of. Of resources at that's wide receiver. What I'm afraid that of. But we dumb. all know Jason Light loves offensive players yeah. in the draft. Mm. We all know this. He hates right. to draft defense. Now, let me just say this. Moving on from that, what do I think we should take? My opinion. My my honest opinion. We just signed a safety, so we we did get a safety. Um, we we literally have no middle linebacker. We have no. Minter. Yeah. So there's a middle, there's a Mike linebacker out there from LSU, Devin White. 
who I actually think should be our pick at five. That should be the guy we should be drooling over because this guy is a beast. He can rush the passer. He can play pass defense. He's exactly what Mosley is. Seriously. And Mosley, who just went to the Jets, by the way. So you know the Jets aren't going to nope. take him to a linebacker. Uh, they have Devin White going 17 to the Browns. I think that's the Browns horrible. just traded that pick to he's, the Giants. <laughs> he's the number one overall middle linebacker on the board. And that's mm-hmm. our big need. So if that's the case, then I think the Bucks will trade down there. Yeah. And trading down to Miami at 13 mm-hmm. to take him there would make sense. Right. But I don't think – I think he goes – I think he goes sooner than that. All right, because I'm looking at it right now, and we're going into this season with Peyton Barber as our number one back, Mm -hmm. Ronald Jones the second as the second back, Mm -hmm. and and Andre Ellington as your third down back. Mm -hmm. That's... That that's how that's four and twelve. <laughs> exactly. That's a, thank you, Larry. That's exactly what I said last night. We're going into what I see five right now with this team. No more than four wins. Yeah. I, I'm not even going to go five wins with this mm. team because I think this offensive line is doomed for disaster, and they have not improved the defense at all so far. And and we can't do anything in free agency because Jason Light has us so handcuffed with the salary cap right yep. now. And this is a, and let's let's think about this. This team had almost a hundred million dollars two years ago in cap space. Where'd the so money go? What what is he doing? Where'd the money go? Yeah. Jensen, Winston, <laughs> Mike Evans, Evans um, yeah, JPP, yeah, is another Mike fifteen Evans, million. Yeah, hey, no. but I'm just saying. But this is the kind of money he's spending. And to be honest with you, Mike Evans' contract looks like a, a, a bargain right now. Yeah, right <laughs> now. Know? That that. Worries me. He might pull it. Oh, you know, like I don't know. He might pull a diva move. <laughs> it's possible. Yeah, you you said it, man. I'm not. I'm not counting that out. All right. What he, are the, he, at any time he could say, "Hey, you know what? I'm not getting paid enough money." All right. We sold at uh, Giants taking Haskins at six. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think so. Yeah, I'm not. I still think they try um, to trade for Rosen. I, I don't know though. I I don't know though. I think now with them trading OBJ. Maybe they don't take Haskins at six. Maybe they take Metcalf at six if he's there. Mm-hmm. Because uh, it just makes sense for me. Why, re, you just traded your I'll best you, wide receiver. Hey, well, if, let's try and replace him it, with Metcalf. Well, here's the thing. If Maybe you, that's why they wanted to trade him is, so bad. Here's the problem. with the, This is why I don't take a quarterback if I'm the Giants. Mm-hmm. I'll, I'll take Rosen. I'll trade, for, I'll, take two, I'll trade two threes for Josh Rosen out for Arizona. Why I don't draft a quarterback. Because... That offensive line is atrocious. It's a mess. You bring in a rookie quarterback into the NFL, he's just going to get beat up and destroyed, and his confidence is going to be shot. Mm-hmm. You got to fix that offensive line. That's the Giants' first priority. They that and they got to refix the. They got to reinvent themselves with a pass rush too. Yeah. So I think they got to focus on. They got to focus. On, they got. They're in rebuild mode. You, well, you know, who, and when you're in rebuild mode, you got to focus on the trenches. You know who makes more sense for me, for them to take for me in this case hmm. instead of a quarterback. And this is only if, from what we're going through, if he's still on the board at six, this is a guy who should be a top three, four pick, Quinnen Williams, yeah. the defensive tackle for okay. Alabama. That, in my opinion, would really help the Giants right. more but than if, anything. If I'm David Gettleman, mm-hmm. um, this is what I'm thinking. I'm thinking, okay, I'm in rebuild mode. Mm-hmm. All right, I do have two first-round picks. I don't have a quarterback anymore. I don't have a wide receiver. The only thing I've got on my roster is a running back. Mm-hmm. All right? So, like I said, I trade my two first, my two threes. I mm-hmm. get my quarterback of the future in Josh Rosen. I let him sit behind Eli Manning for a year and let Eli Manning take the beating from my poor offensive line. And then I use my draft picks to reinvest in that offensive line. You know, let them learn on the you know, let them learn for year one. That way by next season, Eli's gone. Josh mm-hmm. is my quarterback. He's got an offensive line that's kind of gelled. You know, mm-hmm. and I think that's that's a start. You know, yeah. because right now you're not going anywhere. Yeah. You know, with this team. As, yeah. as long as Eli Manning's your quarterback, I don't care if you got Saquon Barkley. What's he going to do? Is he going to rush for 1,000 yards on 600 carries? Because I'm rolling an eight-man front on the Giants right now, maybe even a nine-man front. You know, 
That's yeah. where I'm going right now. I, the, the passing game from New York does not scare me whatsoever. And that offensive line does not. I can get to the quarterback with four defensive linemen. Mm-hmm. I don't have to. I don't have to blitz. You know the Giants, so I can keep my guys back. Eli's Eli right now is going to probably set going to break Vinny Testaverde's record for interceptions. That's what I'm looking at right now. I, I can agree with you on that. To be honest with you, I, I mean, I. I I don't know. I don't know why the Giants. I mean, is there? I, maybe it's salary cap reasons on why they can't get rid of Eli. I don't know, but they're t- don't they know. took a sixteen million dollar hit trading Odell Beckham Jr. I, I don't. Think uh, that. You know what? I have it right. You it know makes what? no sense to me. We'll look at the salary cap situation. Let's take our last break, yeah. and then we'll come back and we'll just focus the rest on <laughs> salary cap at NFL on ten seventy the zone with Bill Severs, the Larry Timko Show. Where Charlotte County comes to play, and you're home for Orlando Magic basketball. Here we go. Nine seconds left. Ball oh, comes into Ross. He's open for the curl. Three-point shot. It's up. It's in. Baby, what a play. We're tied at 112. 1070 The Zone. Americans are always on the move. They're in the car or at the office or working around the house. Americans refuse to sit still. So how do you connect with all those moving targets? Easy. With radio. Radio reaches 93% of Americans every week. More than Google, Facebook, and even television. Because, hey, who has time to sit and watch TV? So when you want to connect with all those constantly moving adults, teens, and millennials, get to iHeartMedia.com and put AMFM Radio to work for your company. And now a message from Puffs Plus Lotion Tissues. Coughing and sneezing aren't the season's worst flaw. It's the ordinary tissues that can leave noses raw. With each little wipe, they can leave noses red. So do your sniffer a favor. Buy Puffs Plus Lotion instead. Puffs have lotion to soothe and are soft on your nose. You'll feel the difference with each of your blows. Especially during cold and flu season, a nose in need deserves Puffs indeed. It's Wednesday, March 13th. Here are the new podcasts today on the iHeartRadio app. Family Secrets, a new iHeartRadio podcast dealing with people's realization of the truth after years of secrets. Plus, tech stuff. This week, how supersonic air travel works. And listen to Mario. Mario Lopez has fun, casual, in-depth conversations with celebrities and more. These podcasts and thousands more are new and waiting for you today. Your music, your stations, your podcasts, all free. Where Charlotte County comes to play, 1070 The Zone. In Tampa Bay's 6-2 win over the Toronto Maple Leafs Monday night, one of the key storylines in that game was scoring from defensemen. Tampa Bay's back end recorded seven points against the Maple Leafs. Brian Burns, who's the beat reporter for the Tampa Bay Lightning, told me on Lightning Power Play Live last night, getting points from your defensemen is huge. We saw it in the Ottawa game where they scored four of the Lightning's five goals, had nine points combined from the defensemen. We saw it again against Toronto. I think if you can get that scoring with regularity from the defensemen, it's really just going to make this what's already a potent offense from the Lightning. It's just going to make them that much more dangerous when you add that combined with, you know, what Braden Point, Nikita Kucherov, Steven Stamkos can do, and then the scoring, the depth that they get from all four lines. Next up for the Lightning, Thursday night on the road against the Detroit Red Wings. With your Lightning Report, I'm Greg Vanelli. Welcome back to the Larry Timko Show on 1070 The Zone, where Charlotte County comes to play. Uh, Bill Siebert in studio with us as we're talking NFL football. Do got some breaking news. Um, the Ravens are busting out right now the wallets. They sign Earl Thomas, the oh, safety. Wow. They also signed former Saints running back Mark Ingram. Oh wow! Yeah, so two wow. two moves right off the bat here. Yeah, they needed they they needed both of those. They yep. needed another. They needed a solid running back like Ingram, the and Ingram, that'll help Gus Edwards out Ingram a lot deal too. Is a three year, fifteen million dollar deal 
Five million dollars for Mark Ingram. Yeah, because they got the salad guy that can they can run and up the middle and whatnot. A hard nosed runner like Ingram, and now they've got Gus Edwards as well. And can, uh, Earl Thomas got paid. Yeah, it's crazy. How much did he get? Four years, fifty-five million dollars. Wow. Thirty-two million of it fully guaranteed. A guarantee gets hurt. Uh, he gets twenty-two million inside the first nine months. Guaranteed. I think he gets hurt within six games. Yeah, that's an average of thirteen point seven five million dollars, wow. just shy of the fourteen million dollar mark that Landon Collins landed. Yeah, I like Cleveland even more now <laughs> by letting Earl Thomas sign with uh, no, with Baltimore. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> yeah, I'll tell you though, it's, the Ravens lost a lot of defensive players. They did. Man. They did. They they really did. It's it's part of the reason why I said I like Cleveland yeah. even more now is because um, of how much they lost. But it's funny too, though, because Anthony Barr, who signed with the Jets, decided to rip up his deal, his verbal deal, and yeah. he went back to the Vikings because they gave him a bunch more money. <laughs> yeah, go figure. You know, that's yeah. just you know, though. I mean, I I, I don't want to. I don't. I don't really know exactly what was done in that. If he, he, you don't think he really messed the Jets over there, did he? No, are kidding me. The Jets have a ton of money. They'll just that's what they they probably turned around and used that money to sign Le'Veon Bell. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> I'm almost like, you know, good for him that he that he used that to get, you know, anytime I see a player that can get more money uh, and, and he deserves it like Barr, in my opinion, mm-hmm. it makes me happy because I, I really think Barr deserved a big contract. Yeah, and it worked out for the Jets, too, because I don't yeah. think they were going to be able to sign Le'Veon Bell without yeah. that. I still think Le'Veon Bell screwed up and should have signed with the Texans. The Texans' offer was right there with them from what I heard. Yeah. You and, know? I mean, let's face it, the Jets at three, could they could take Quinnen Williams. I mean, it's not, a, it's not out of the, mm. the defensive tackle. They could take their defensive tackle right there at three if they really wanted to. Yeah. So yeah. I mean that would that would make sense to me if they did that, to be honest with you. Um I think well, I think it would make more sense for, for them to take an offensive player like Metcalf or Jonah Williams or somebody like that. I'll look but, at the Jets depth chart because I thought they already had a quality defensive tackle. No, I think Snacks and that guy Snacks who went to went somewhere. I thought went they had Leonard Williams. Philadelphia. Did they just draft Leonard Williams with the fourth pick in the draft? <laughs> uh, I don't think so. I, I think Hold we're on. mistaken on that. I, I'm gonna look right. up the Jets depth I, chart. I'm doing the same. <laughs> You got me curious. Now. I know. I am curious too because I don't really think they need to go defensive tackle with the third pick. And if they could trade down and land a stud wide receiver, that's what the Jets really need. Sam Darnold needs weapons. Yeah, yeah I agree there. Definitely. That's what I'm saying. You know, I mean, and I'm sorry, Jamison Crowder is not a weapon. <laughs> yeah. And who do they have a tight end? They don't have a tight end. They have no offensive weapons other than Le'Veon uh, Bell. Don't think this is really updated because Le'Veon Bell is not even on here. Um, Let's see. I, I'm trying. Ah. <laughs> this is killing me. I'm trying to get the depth chart up. and it, Oh, my goodness. This is messing. I hate my computer. <laughs> I really do. I'm going to bring my laptop in. It Hold just on. makes Let my life get, so much I'm easier. on ESPN. Let me get off of ESPN. Here. All right. Yeah, all right. Here we go. Because, this, this should oh, be. Oh, they have uh, Inkuma, right? The other wide receiver. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, they're wide receivers, aren't they? Depth chart. Okay, here we go. It's coming up. My computer's finally starting to move. All right. Okay, here, yeah, here we go. I got it. All right. No um, tackle. Shell, shell, oh, Steve McClendon? Okay, maybe they do. Oh, Leonard Williams is a right defensive end. All right, I thought he was a nose tackle. Yeah, well, they had that guy Snacks. Uh, I can't remember his real name. Snack but, Williams, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Was the yeah. Giants. And they let him go to the Giants. Yeah. Oh, yeah, they let him go. To the, he used to play for the Jets, though, right? Did he? I don't I thought he did. I, I thought he was always let him go. I thought he went to, I don't know. All right, okay, so maybe yeah, I'm wrong maybe they that. could use a defensive tackle. And, I mean, they did just sign C.J. Mosley, who I think is a great signing. Um, they just drafted uh, Darren Lee from Alabama uh, a couple years ago there. So, I, I, you know what? The Jets are building that defense. It wouldn't I surprise think, me if I, they went I, defensive tackle. I think they let Darren Lee go. No, they, they still have him. They, they He's let, on his, I'm looking at the roster right now. He's there. Is he? All right. Yeah, they let somebody linebacker. go. Yeah. All so, right. I mean, he's an inside linebacker. And, I mean, um, they're let's see. They're, oh, maybe I'm thinking of somebody else. They're right. cornerbacks, uh, Robert Scrine, Ad, Jamal Adams is one of their free safety. Marcus May is their strong safety. Yeah, that's about right. All right. 
Okay, maybe they will go defensive tackle. Just saying, I'm throwing it out there. I'm not saying they're definitely gonna. I think they're. Mm-hmm. I, I think. I, I think personally, they're gonna go offense. But I might be yeah. wrong. I just I don't like their wide. You know, Anderson. What's his name? Richie Anderson. Yeah. You know, that's he, why I said Metcalf. You know, it would make sense for me that they even if they trade down. Yeah, especially if I, I'm convinced DK Metcalf is gonna be like the next Julio Jones, next great wide receiver. In my opinion, he's very. You know, he's got a lot of talent. And man. God, man, that combine was just incredible. Um, they did get Jamison Crowder. That'll help him a little bit. Mm-hmm. As long as he can stay healthy. That is. Yep. So yeah. the Ravens signing Mark Ingram is interesting to me too because mm-hmm. that tells me you know first of all they let all the wide receivers go Michael Crabtree uh, uh, Perryman was one they let go mm-hmm. uh, who's the other one they let go not Will Sneed uh, oh John Brown mm-hmm. uh, yeah. they let him go yeah where did he go to uh, uh, Brown signed with the Buffalo Bills, Bills him, him and Cole it, yeah. Beasley <laughs> yeah <laughs> you know? yeah so much the yeah. Bucks getting John Brown so the Ravens are really going to go with an old school. Kind of a wishbone offense, really. You know, with no wide receivers. And you're, you know who the stud receiver in that offense is going to be? I think it's going to be Hayden Hurst, the tight end, who they drafted last year. You might be right. You know, they, who, who is Lamar I'm Jackson gonna, throwing the ball to? I'm going to look up <laughs> Baltimore right now. Yeah, please do. Depth, these depth charts are all Because updated. that's another team that might need to go wide receiver early in the draft. Uh, you know, I don't know who who they have Baltimore going to as far as the mock drafts go. There we go. I have to look that um, up. Let's see. Do, 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 do. Let's see. Where's Baltimore? Willie Sneed, Chris Moore, Jordan Lasley. Oh, my goodness. That's terrible. Uh, Jill, Jaleel Scott, Quincy yeah. Abadada. I, I, I can't say that. Yeah, they have, they have no Nick wide receivers. Nick Boyle, Mark Andrews, Hayden Hurst. Those are all tight ends. Hayden Hurst is their third-ranked tight end. Nick Boyle, Mark Andrews, those are number one and number two. So you're looking at a two tight end set constantly up in Baltimore. Mm-hmm. And right now, the mock drafts have them taking Josh Jacobs, the running back out of Alabama, with the 22nd pick. I don't see that happening when Mark Ingram's just signing no. a five-year or three-year deal. No, uh, no, uh, no. No, I don't see that happening either. I think they might need to go wide receiver. Yeah, you know, I mean, you might be right about that too. But who can they get at that pick? I mean, at 22. Not... Yeah. What about that Ridley kid? Who? What's oh, the, Rid- the Ridley's brother, the yeah, the uh, from Alabama. Yeah, yeah, I like him. his little brother. I don't yeah. know if he's a. Is he a first round grade? I'm, I don't know about that though. I don't, don't know because right now I thought there was only two wide receivers. Yeah, I'm not, I'm not first round grade. Montez, I mean not Montez, but um, he's the he's the one of the edge rushers I like. But yeah, actually, um, the Bucks have they have the Bucks taking him. Yeah, but I you know speaking of let's 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 talk about that real quick for a second since you just brought it up. Uh, Montez Sweat, I I, li- I like him as a player, but I mean. I don't know if you if the Bucks are going to take anybody on defense. I, I don't think they're going to take a edge rusher. I think they're going to have to take middle linebacker. Yeah, I, I mean, think, yeah, linebackers. And we have a Dalius Taylor. Especially and, you're going to a three four. Yeah, and we have a Dalius Taylor mm-hmm. and Levante David already mm-hmm. on the edge. So mm-hmm. I, I don't know. I don't know. That doesn't. I don't know. Well, Maybe they will. Here's the thing too: Is JPP going to switch to the edge, or is he going to stick at defensive end Who in a three-four right now? You know, I, I don't know. I have no idea right now. I'll be honest with you: what they're going to do. And I thought, wait a minute, and that's another thing too. I thought Gerald McCoy was being kicked out to edge and not nose tackle. Well, that's what I kept hearing. You know, so you got Vita Vet nose tackle, yeah. Gerald McCoy, and JPP. That's possibly what I keep hearing. What they're going to do? You got Levante David at one edge. You got Minter in the middle, so you still need another edge pass rusher, and well, you no, need you another got middle linebacker. Well, Taylor and Levante oh, David Taylor. are on the edge. Okay, for the linebackers, you still need another Mike linebacker because we just have Minter. Yeah, and if you're saying Minter's a starter, <laughs> yeah, that, that's going to uh, he is stretch. for a four and twelve team. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, exactly. My point. Thank you very much. That's exactly oh, what you're speaking my language today. Oh, who's the other? Well, Paris Campbell is the other wide receiver out of Ohio State. I think yeah. might have got a first round grade. Um, and actually, let me pull up the Bucks depth chart real quick. Let's just laugh at this for a moment here. If we well, shall. see, that's why wide receiver is not a position we need to draft. 
Yeah. I, I like what we got still, even with even losing Adam Humphrey. Mike I'm Evans, still... Chris Godwin. Well, now you have Bashard Perryman is now ranked third on this depth He's chart. He's a former first-round pick. Hasn't panned out yet. Yeah. But maybe yeah. he will in Bruce Arians' offense. Who I knows? doubt it. I don't know. Perryman has not impressed me at all. I think Four they million. Yeah, exactly, and they gave him $4 million to come over here for a year. I would much rather give Bobo Wilson and Justin Watson a you shot. You could have had Danny Amendola for $4 million. That's what I'm saying. You could have had. You could have gotten a bona fide wide receiver. Thank you very much. Larry. A bona you fide a slot bona fide receiver. That would have been a great replacement for Adam Humphreys for the same amount of money that you went out and got a bum for from Cleveland. Yeah, and that was a one-year deal, right? Yeah. Okay, same. Yeah. Okay, because, uh, yeah, I, and believe then you got, I believe. And uh, like I said, if, if I'm Adam, Jason Amendola's Light, I'm knocking on the Houston Texans' door. Begging them to take Cameron Brait and Jared McCoy at that twenty million dollars, begging them to take them for what though? Draft picks, but you won't get a lot of draft. You won't get good draft picks. You, for yeah, them. you could. You could get good draft picks. And you not, can get, not you, if you're trying to give them away. Ask the Steelers no, how that works. <laughs> no, I'm not saying <laughs> you got, that. You got to keep it quiet and under the well, radar. Well, no, yeah, exactly. <laughs> like that's what I mean. Well, that's what I mean. I wouldn't be begging. Let me let me rephrase that. Yeah. I wouldn't be begging them. I would yeah. be in my own mind begging yeah. them. But I'd be trying to mm-hmm. in in every possible mm-hmm. way. Trying yeah. to trade those two guys yeah. to Houston. I would quietly say. I think say, Houston would be like, wow, you know, this. think about this. This would make our defensive line mm-hmm. just completely unbelievable. Yeah. This would give us a tight end that we desperately need. Yeah, definitely. Um, yeah, you know, this could get us to the Super Bowl. You, just saying, you know, it would. Def- and you can hold them hostage, get a first-round pick from them. I think you could. You might be able to pick up another first-round pick and, and possibly a later pick as well, or definitely a later pick as well. Just <laughs> where is that later pick going to come from? Fourth round? Fifth round? <laughs> yeah. Not sure. All right. Well, but I would, I would. I would definitely call them and be like, hey, you know, I, I got an idea that will make your team better. I'm trying to cut some some cap over here. Mm-hmm. You know, I'll give you McCoy and Brait, which two guys you obviously could use, and it, help get you to the Super Bowl, and you give us your first-round draft yeah. pick and like a fourth-rounder. Well, all right, well, there's still some good free agents still out there. The next one I'm looking at is Justin Houston, a yeah. guy who can put up double-digit sack And numbers. then the Bucks could use that money and go out and sign a Justin Houston so or your, someone like that. And there's that. your edge rusher. There's your edge rusher. <laughs> you don't have to draft Josh Allen or Montez Sweat. You can then focus on who you want, who else you want to draft, who, or who else you want to focus on in the draft. But, man, to give up a, a 2020 pick in the second round for D Ford, oh, my goodness. I, if the Bucks had the salary cap money to pay him, that would have been a steal right and, there. And here's another thing the Bucks could do if they make this trade. Just saying, if they were to make a trade and get rid of McCoy and Bray and that salary cap, mm-hmm. and uh, let's say they, they do it with Houston. Let's say they get Houston's first-round pick. So then they're picking at five, and then they'd be picking wherever Houston is. I'm not sure where it's at uh, right now. God, it's way down in the top. I, I know it's down there. because they're 23. The, 23. So you got five and 23. Okay. If you really want to take, then from there, if you really want to take, you can either take the guy you want to take at five, you can take that edge rusher, even though we just said you could go out and sign Houston, which I'd be a, a more of a fan of that. Yeah, but that's money. That's okay, but that's fine. You can still spend some money, though. You you have that luxury now that you've gotten rid of $20 million. It, it frees up a little bit more money. You could probably sign a Justin Houston for that. Now, hear me out. Then you take that fifth round pick or that fifth overall pick and you trade down again. Mm-hmm. And then you build up more draft. You pick up another later build first round pick. Capital. Yes. <laughs> yep. Build draft. Pick up a second or a third rounder in the mix. Like just like you did last year. Jason Light is that's the one thing he's good at doing is trading down in the draft. <laughs> just saying. These are the kind of things I think the Bucks could do that would really help us out. If you look at what Cleveland just did over mm-hmm. the last couple of years, it's those kind of things that they did do. Yep. To make themselves in this position right now this year. So I'm just saying, there's, there are ways the Bucks can be fixed. But is Jason Light smart enough to make this happen? I'm betting no. Yeah. 
I'm betting no. I really, I think the game plan is for Jason Light right now is not to make a big splurge in free agency. He's going to try to save as much money as he can. Mm -hmm. Uh, I think he's looking towards the future. This is not a winning season. No, not at all. I I think he wants to go 4-12 this year. I think so, too. I really do. I kind of think he's hamstrung by Jameis Winston. And the fact that if you can have a bad season out of Jameis Winston, that means you don't have to bring him back next season. Rebuild. Now we can bring in our quarterback. Now we can draft a quarterback or whatever. Yeah. I, you know, that's what I think is going to happen. Yeah, and you might be right. And maybe Bruce Arians feels like that, too. And maybe that's why he said, you know what? We're going to build this team around Winston. And at the same time, go out and do mm-hmm. nothing but make your offensive line as mm-hmm. as worse as it was last year. Yeah. Um, but then go out again. and get a crap wide receiver after you get after you just lost two of mm-hmm. your Top four wide receivers. Right now, we're looking at the 32nd ranked rushing attack in the NFL. Yeah, and right you now. have no running unless, backs. You're uh, not improving uh, that. Unless, aspect. unless they expect some great bounce back year out of Ronald Jones II. <laughs> uh, you know, he have probably one of the worst rookie seasons I've ever seen. Yeah, <laughs> you know, literally. Without getting injured. Yeah, literally. <laughs> you know? Especially for a second round pick. Who wasn't remember hurt? That. He was not hurt. You know, so, really was not hurt. Mm, it was just all for him. It was all. I couldn't grasp the offense. Yeah, did he even rush for 50 yards? No, I, I don't think he <laughs> did. Season. I don't think he did. I'm not wow. even going to look it up, but I don't think he was my did. early Rookie of the Year candidate. Yeah, it's crazy. I, I, he's, he's, he's garbage. All right. He's so garbage. You're, we're expecting a big bounce back year out of Ronald Jones II, obviously. Oh. We're expecting Chris Godwin to step up his game and to take up those numbers from Adam Humphreys. Wow, you want to hear something even more disturbing? Oh, boy. About the Bucks? Okay. Alex Kapp is not even slated to start. Yeah, I know. Benenock, the guy who's garbage. But I still think Benenock is is a June 1st cap casualty. I hope you're right. That's what I think. I think he he gets cut in June. That's what I'm predicting. You know, and you know what? Maybe Warren Sapp gets cut, or not Warren Sapp? Maybe <laughs> Gerald McCoy. I'm tired. I, mean, I need a nap before my before the Sky Academy. Gerald like, McCoy gets uh, cut. He, he could be a June first cap cut too. Yeah, he maybe could be. who knows? He could be. He I don't could know. be. But the Bucks um, are a mess right now. But they're not as bad as the Giants. I think Gerald McCoy's tradable though, man. I really do. I don't know. Maybe that 13 million is too much though. Mm. I don't know. I guess we're going to a team that really could use a D tackle though. Well, not a Kamsu's still out there. Yeah, but he's going to cost $100 million. Is he? Is he? Maybe. Prob- <laughs> probably. I, I mean, really, he just went to a Super Bowl. Is, uh, how many years does Jerome McCoy have left on his deal? Didn't the Dominican Sue just – or no, that was the other guy who had the 20 sacks. I'm sorry. Yeah. No. Oh, you're thinking of Aaron Donaldson. Aaron, yeah, no. he's going nowhere. Yeah. Uh, but Nautikam Sue might be a cheaper replacement for yeah. a nose tackle position uh, than Jerome McCoy at 13 and right. a half. And, and, doesn't, and how many years does Jeremy McCoy have left on his contract? I don't know. With the way guys you know? are getting money, though. Um, exactly. I, Where me, I can get Nautica Masu maybe on a one-year deal for maybe $10, $11 million. That'll, me, <laughs> you know, I'm not eating Jeremy McCoy's contract in the future, and I'm eating 13.5 up front. Yeah. That's um, why I don't think he's tradable. Not when there's guys still out there. Yeah, I know. You're right. Yeah. You're right. He, if anything, he's probably got to be a cap casual. I would at least shop him around and see, though. Well, I, the I, thing, I, didn't I didn't they try to restructure his contract so he would take less money this year, no, and he well, said no? Well, here's the thing. May, well, probably, but here's the thing. Here's why I believe that Gerald McCoy is, is kind of in a lost cause right now with the Bucks, and why I think he should be gone. Because we're all talking about moving him to the outside, putting Vay in the middle and JPP on the other end. Here's one guy that everybody's forgetting about that had a phenomenal year last Noah year on Spence. this defense. Carl Nassib. Oh, Carl Nassib, yeah. I, I thought you were going to say Noah Spence. Carl Nassib. <laughs> he, in my opinion, should be the starting guy on the outside edge along with JPP on the other end. And then 
if you're gonna really, if you believe in Vita Bay, then put Vita Bay in the middle and get rid of McCoy's thirteen million yeah. in whatever way you can do that. Yeah, I thought, if you have yeah. to cut him, you have to cut him. We'll see. William Golston is another one I think you cut. It's another four million dollars right there. Noah Spence, whatever money he's gonna make, Noah Spence should be gone. I mean, there's so many guys on this team that. Uh, yeah, uh, you could say. So you're you're ready to tear it down and rebuild. Yeah. <laughs> that's what it sounds like. Because Jason Light's done a horrible job of building yeah. it so far. I, I know. All right. Well, let's see. We got about a minute left. I want do want to remind everybody that we do have Orlando Magic basketball tonight. Pre-game at six thirty. Tip off shortly after seven o'clock. And I will be broadcasting live from the Sky Academy it's an open house on River Road in Englewood. Come on out. Meet the staff, meet some of the students, and I promise you, if you show up, I will hook you up with a family four-pack of tickets to see the Tampa Bay Rays take on the Minnesota Twins this Saturday. What are you chuckling about? Dr. Barry sent me a message. Browns, triple exclamation point. The easy favorites in the AFC Central. I have died and gone to heaven. <laughs> Double exclamation point we'll from, see. from Dr. Barry. They look Gordon. good on paper. We'll yes, see how they that, do. Dr. Barry we'll right now, right now Dr. Field. Barry, I have him favored to go to the Super Bowl right now, sir. All but right. that's right now. That's that's pre-draft. So All we'll right. see. I'll see everybody at Sky Academy tonight starting at 5 for those free Tampa Bay Rays tickets. For Bill Seward, I'm Larry Timko. If we don't see you in the future, we'll see you in the past. See ya.